Welcome to the Bicoastal Hoot Nanny, starring Nate and Adam. I am and Adam, Adam Nanny Wilson, that is, in Brooklyn, New York, where it is currently 78 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, today, Nate has the day off, so it is a Toot Nanny Tuesday. Thanks for joining us, Hootenanners. And my guest today, Nate Frizzell, who all of a sudden doesn't have the day off anymore. How you doing, Nate? <laughs> That's great. That was a really quick day off. Thank you. <laughs> Get back to work. Yeah. Okay. I, I ain't to please, master. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But I'm a 16th black. I can whip that joke every 16th episode. You're a 16th black? Black, yeah. Well, isn't everybody from Louisiana is, but that's what my grandmother's always told me. Really? I've, I, I've, I actually looked for it. I've I've got uh, like a, a seventh great grandmother named Jemima Jackson, but I'm still 0% so, black. I don't know how that's even possible. Jemima Jackson was white. She's from England. I have no idea how, A, what? there's anybody white named Jemima. Um, she wasn't, uh, wait, she, well, I don't know. There was that little girl in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Her name was Jemima. And she was white? She was British white. Oh. Like, as white as they come. Oh, never mind. Uh, guess what movie I've never seen, mate. <laughs> what, uh, man, I, I watched that movie so much when I was a kid, I wore the tape out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so, glad I mean, you didn't react the way I thought you would. I'm glad you didn't react like most New Orleans people react to stuff. Whenever, whenever you talk to somebody from New Orleans and you, there's something you haven't heard of, it's like, Oh my God! You, how can you not have heard of everything ever from New Orleans ever? Like I get that a lot, and I got it this past weekend because um, I went to you know the band Galactic. Yeah, I've heard of them. I've never, I don't know, I couldn't tell you what they do, but I've heard of them. Well, it's so they play music because they're a band. Um, oh fuck! It's like uh, you know jazz, funk, rock and roll. You know those are three genres nice. that, they, that they do. I don't, I don't think they do any klezmer or polka or country. Maybe they do, and I haven't seen it. But anyway. I went out to Brooklyn Bowl out there in Williamsburg. God damn it. Let me tell you about Williamsburg. Good God almighty. Nate, I've told you about Williamsburg before. It's a real trendy neighborhood. It's the hipster neighborhood. It's hipster USA. Right. I'm on the L train, uh, like at the, the Bedford Avenue stop. It is the, hipster the lesbian train. But no, just sure. The L train. Or it's like, you know, whenever, whenever a Chinese lady says like, how do I get to Williamsburg? I say the R train. Um, and it's, you know, yeah, you, you get the joke. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to take you through this. I'm going to explain this to you, Nate. Um, okay, so, I don't remember what your abbreviation for R is. No, no, no. Listen to me. Listen to me. Okay. So here's my point. In real life, in real life, you get to Williamsburg, Brooklyn by taking the L train. No, no, okay. <laughs> so, so you're just like steering them in the wrong direction. No, no. God damn it. God damn it, Nate. Look, All right, so, go ahead, look please. hold on. Hold on. Okay. When a okay, to get to Williamsburg, Brooklyn, you take the L train. Just think of the L train. Think of the letter L. Okay. That's it. The L train. So when an Asian lady asks me how I get to (laughs) Williamsburg, then I say the R train. Nice. Nice. I love it. Damn it. That's great. It was funny the second time you said it. No. Yeah, because you got it. God. That's right. It's funnier the second time you said it. Do you ever get any joke I tell? What? Forget it. Anyway. (laughs) 
Man, I love fucking with you. God, you're not fucking with me. I think you just I don't. Could see, I could see you're losing your hair as I speak to you. You've... Your blood pressure is rising. Your face is turning red. You're losing your hair. Yeah, I listen. This is how we do, you and me. This is you how we've always. You done. don't shut the fuck up. I'm gonna hate crime. That one sixteenth of you that's black. I swear <laughs> to God, I will whip your ass, boy. Anyway, gonna be the sixteenth of my face. Yeah. Anyway, so um, okay. Is, is there a racial slur for for black people that has sixteen letters? So I could just pick a letter out of that and just call you that letter, like. Um. This gotta be. My grandma. My grandma always used to say pickaninny. How many letters does that have? It's not 16. Jungle Monkey is only 12. But I think... God, that's got to be a long slur. Uh, let's see. Antique Farm Equipment. How many, how many letters is that? A-N-T-I-Q-U-E. Yeah, Seven. That's... 11. Equipment. It's way, it's way more than 16, though. So. Southern Wind Chime. S-O-U-T-H-E-R-N. That's seven. Isn't it? S-O-U-T-H-E-R-N. S-O-U-T-H-E-R-N. We're, Eight. We're, we're sailing dangerous Eight. waters here. That's 17 letters, Southern Wind Chime. I'll figure one out. It's got to be something, and then I'll just call you like a, uh, you know, an H, you know, because there's probably like an H in the whole slur. Because you're just add an S on the end. So you were Southern Wind Chimes? <laughs> no, no, no. But it's already more than sixteen. That's one point. So it doesn't matter. Oh, got it. Um, okay. So I'm on the I'm on the L train going to Williamsburg to go to Brooklyn Bowl to see Galactic Band. I didn't even I, I've never even heard of. Um. And, uh, God, the L train on, like, a Saturday night, or it's a Friday night. God, it's the fucking worst, man. Because everybody is, like, it's 38-year-old dudes with eyeliner and hairdos that they craft. And, you know, clo yeah. clothes that they found at a thrift store that they meticulously chose from a thrift store. Where the point of a thrift store is that you just get something because you can afford it because you need to wear something or you'll die uh, right. of, be of being too cold. Um you know, but now it's these people. And I swear, I'm standing at the platform. I'm standing on one end of the platform because I'm going out towards the Canarsie stop. And then there's the people coming through to Manhattan, getting a, coming the opposite direction of me, walking by me as their train unloads. And I swear, every one of them made eye contact with me. And I'm dressed in a T-shirt and jeans and an old New York baseball Giants hat, which looks like a Mets hat, except it's black. And every one of these sons of bitches looks at me and says, like, as if to say, wait, what's, why, where's your weird, where's your weird thing? Like, why aren't you dressed? Why, aren't, why don't you look weird? Why don't you look like you hate your parents? What's up? Why don't you look like you hate your father? I don't understand. You know? So they all look at me like, uh, you know, why isn't there something wrong with you? You know? And again, I say, you remember back in the old days when 38-year-old men, like, went to work and had jobs and, like, did stuff that people needed them to do? Yeah. The good old days. Like, instead of just, like, sit around and put on eyeliner and lipstick and put some gel in their hair. That's organic. And, you know, yeah. Go to pro protests for shit. That they don't know what they're talking about. Are you shopped at, at uh, secondhand stores where they buy paperback books for, you know, 50 cents and talk about how much they love vinyl. <sighs> yeah. The, yeah. Hipsters, you know, we have Los Feliz out here is our version, I guess, of Williamsburg. And that's where all the hipsters are. And to some degree, Silver Lake, those are two sections of the city where uh, hipsters are prominent. And the problem is, I don't think people would have a problem with hipsters if they weren't so uppity about it. Like, they're like, fuck you. you know, anybody that's not a hipster, they treat, you know, they look at like they're less than. And it's like, no, right. well, you know, you're kind of a dork. 
So yeah, that's the point. You're you you're the you're actually not as good as everybody else. That's actually what I want to tell these hipsters. I'm like, oh, you realize <laughs> what's going on? You're not as good at being a human being as everybody else on the face of the planet. Right. And you yet. do know that, right? You do know that it is you are the you are no good. Like you're useless. <laughs> you have no function in society. There's nothing you're good for. Nothing. You are the problem, as it were. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, they're not even the problem. No. I mean, no, Hitler was a problem because he was good at something. No, I Stalin mean, was a problem because he was good at something. No, I just mean between hipsters and everyone else, they are the problem that they perceive us to be, you know. Sure. I, uh, yeah, here, ask me what I'm listening to in my iPod. What are you listening to in your I'm, iPod? I'm a hipster. Ask me, I'm a hipster. Ask me again. Ask hey, me. hipster Adam, what are you listening to in your iPod? Uh, it's an obscure band. You've probably never heard of them. You know, that's the classic. Okay, well, the classic. well try me. That's maybe I've, maybe I've heard of them. No, that's, look, I'm just making these. No, we're not. That's it. We're done. Oh, that's it? And, 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 and scene. And scene. We're done. No, but, but I was the point I was going to make was you would name them, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I've, I've heard of that. Yeah, but you don't really listen to them, do you? Like, have you bought their album, or did you just, like, hear them on some stupid radio station? Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Well, let's do this. So I'm a, I'm a hipster, but I'm bad at being a hipster, which is right. starting starting to happen more often because, like, people want to be hipsters because – like, okay, see, here's the deal. Used to, back in the old days, back in the good old days, if you weren't good at anything, you went into the Olympics. And, <laughs> then, and then starting in the 70s, if you weren't good at anything, you went into porn. And then in the, in the 80s and 90s, if you weren't good at anything, you went into stand-up comedy. Hi. And then now, if you're not good at anything, you don't do anything. You just become a hipster. Right. If you're not good, if you're not good at anything, you just like start dressing like a hipster and pretending to be good at stuff. Exactly. But, but you're not good at anything. You know, you go get a creative writing degree at Bard or Sarah Lawrence or Vassar or Tufts <laughs> or Pace. You know, or, just some, some like monosyllabic last name, University Smith, you know? <laughs> Jones. You get a, sure. I don't, I don't know where that is, but, you know, you sure. Um, <laughs> you, get a, you get a creative writing degree and then you you don't get a job at it cuz it's not like you're not doing creative writing cuz you're good at creative writing you just do creative writing cuz you like creative writing you're right. good at liking the idea of writing yeah. because it doesn't it doesn't involve punching a clock and lifting any heavy equipment or working any kind of machine or doing anything useful to humans uh, because right. you're a pussy and so then when you can't get a job doing creative writing cuz nobody really needs you then you go to Zakati Park and you shit in a bucket and you blame the man for you not being good at anything. And that's why we have Occupy Wall Street. That's why we have that. That's about right. 90% of why we have it. Sure, there's the 10% that's like coal miners who like, you know, can't find work mining coal, which I'm like, okay, well, you know, we're going to run out of coal at some point. But let's, but yeah, okay, I get you. Let's, let's find you some work to do because you want to work. But then there's the creative writing pussies who like, you know. Why don't I get my million dollars? Well, I say a because you you you're not good at anything, and you chose to go into a field that nobody needs you to go into. So two <laughs> reasons: because you suck, you suck as a human being. You probably should kill yourself, actually. Or they so. start a they start a blog about how much they hate blogs. You know, that them... is a that's a good that's kind of a good thing. That's kind of a good point you made. Yeah, that's about <laughs> right. That's a kind of a good little gag. Um, yeah. So anyway, so I got to Brooklyn Bowl. Um, to see Galactic, this band from New Orleans, um, because my friend Stephen Black, more on him in a minute. My friend Stephen Black is in town. He's been on this show before. He was the guy I was driving around with in Austin, Texas, back when I was there for the Air Sex National Championships, which I fucking blew. I choked. Oh. And not not my air chicken. I just choked. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I just 
I four square checked in to Brooklyn Bowl for the Galactic show, and I just my comment was, I've never heard of Galactic. That's all I said. I was just like, I've never heard it because I knew what was going to happen. All my New Orleans friends were going to start texting me, going like, oh my God, how do you not know who Galactic is? How do you fucking not know that? Because it's clock. That's New Orleans people. That's like, or the New Orleans people I know. How do you not know everything ever that's ever happened in New Orleans? New Orleans is the <laughs> only city in Louisiana. Nay, the universe. How do you not know everything that's ever come out of there? God. I'm from New Orleans, so I know what good beer tastes like. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So anyway, so that's um, so that happened. And uh, the show, by the way, the Galactic show, for those of, for those of you Hootineers who do know who Galactic are, and I assume you do know who they are. Great show. Love that drummer. I don't know his name, but I love that drummer. Um, uh, but it was it was a pretty sweet show over at Brooklyn Bowl. Quest Love was there. He did a show afterwards. I don't know who Quest Love is, but like everybody who listens to this podcast probably knows who Quest Love is. Including sure. you, Nate, right. But um, I don't know who that is. Isn't he in the roots? Yes. That's uh, you guess. You're guessing, aren't you? Well, yeah. You don't know. I think he's I in the know. roots. I think he's the short, sort of chubby guy with the afro who's in the roots. Because and what's his name? Like Quest Love. Quest Love. Let's find yeah, out. Yeah, like he's anyway. So you can find out while I keep going. Okay. So the big story. My friend Stephen Black's in town. Stephen Downey Black. I met him in eighth grade. I met him in my Louisiana history class in eighth grade. Uh, our first little exercise in class was to um. Yep. Oh, it's Quest Love. He's in the roots. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, birth good. name Amir. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't need it. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. Okay. Don't so, uh, no, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Anyway, so uh, I'm talking about Stephen Black now. Um, the uh, so our first little exercise in Louisiana history class was like, uh, you know, come up with your, say your first name and then an animal that begins with that name. You know, so our teacher could have like a mnemonic to remember our names. Yeah. And I chose Adam Armadillo, and he chose Stephen Snake. So that's pretty cool, right? You know, we're nice. cool dudes. Yeah. So, um, anyway, we were always good friends and, uh, we were roommates in college and, um, you know, back, you know, when we first started kind of smoking weed in college, you know, we'd sit at our old, like Winamp app on our windows 95 computers and we'd put on dark side of the moon on shuffle cause we were douchebags. You do not put that on shuffle. I, I regret that. That's, that's wrong. Put on dark side. We get high off cheap weed and listen to dark side of the moon. Well, there's like, I don't know if you remember Winamp. But like you could put on this function where it would like it, your whole computer screen would look like a kaleidoscope. Ah, uh, yes. As as the title of the song you were listening to would scroll by in Times New Roman font, <laughs> you know. So I'd be looking at this kaleidoscope really high, and then say like, "The great gig in the sky." Yeah, Times New Roman, man. Yeah. But that's the that's the font right there. Yeah. <laughs> Time. Yeah. <laughs> Brain damage. Yeah. Hell yeah. Give me some more of that cheap weed, Steven. Anyway, so that's Steven. <laughs> and uh, Steven's the kind of guy. Steven's the kind of guy who would, of course, contribute to this stupid story. Like last year he came into town. I think a friend of his was getting married. He stayed at my house because uh, I'm the guy whose house he stays at when he's here. And uh, God damn it. God damn it, Nate. Let me tell you something, man. Tell me. Uh, when I first got an iPhone, it got really annoying when people would call me and then ask me to use my iPhone to give them directions. <laughs> uh, call me Basketball Dave. Um, <laughs> like, hey, I need to know how to get from Cooter Bay in Monroe to Joe IA Stadium in Ruston. God. And I'm like, fucking okay. And he's like, I'm just calling you because I know you have an iPhone. And I'm like, great. Are you going to pay for half my data plan now? Since, I mean, if that's what you're, if that's what my iPhone is to you. Yeah. Plus a 3% markup. Thank you. Yeah. You know, 
and I thought nothing could get poss- nothing could possibly get more annoying than that. And then Basketball Dave then gets an iPhone and then picks up his iPhone and calls me. It's just like, hey, man, I need to know how to get from Rebel Stadium in West Monroe to the Waffle House in West Monroe. And I'm like, and uh, turn and right. Say, well, here's the deal. I say, well, first off, that, yes, that. But that's not, that's not even the point. My point is, Dave, how do you think I'm going to find this out for you? And he's like, I figure you'd get on your iPhone and figure it out. And I'm like, on my what? He's like, on your iPhone. And I'm like, what are you using right now to talk to me? <laughs> my iPhone. I'm like, uh-huh. You're almost there. We're almost there, Dave. <laughs> like, you're almost, you've almost figured it out. So. So close, uh, Dave. So close, you stupid retard. Anyway. <laughs> So of course, last night I get a t- I, you know I, I doze off late last night while Steven's out hanging out with some other like we we went and hung out. Uh, I'll tell you about this in a minute. But uh, you know uh, he, he was at I got he was somewhere in Williamsburg again last night, and I can't go to Williamsburg two nights in a row. No, was. I can't do it. I can't do it. I just I don't like hipsters. You know, I don't I I don't like people in quotation marks. I okay, know, to go out there twice in a row. Got it. So um, and so I get a text message. It's just like, hey man. If I'm coming home right now, what train do I get on? <laughs> He's using his iPhone to text my iPhone so that I can pick up my iPhone and then find directions for him. Now, just to clarify for our audience, you don't have some like magical app that nobody else can get, right? They're just they're just being inept and or lazy. That is correct. The city taxes I pay in New York City do not give me an app that says super secret directions from a point A to point B in the five boroughs. Wow. These, okay? these guys are uh, they're, they're batting a thousand, aren't they? I mean, God damn it, Nate, Nate, seriously, when you like, look, if I if and when I ever visit you in Los Angeles in my flying car, because <laughs> it'll be the future. um, I'm going to have done five hours of research on Los Angeles. I'm going to know where to go. I'm going to know where to avoid. I'm going to know where to go. I'm going to know where to eat. I'm going to know everything I want to do. And then I'm going to say, like, here's what I want to do. Now, if you find any chinks in this armor, you tell me. And then we'll any do, what? you know. Uh, uh-huh. Any any chinks in the armor. And then you put, you put, you, um. Don't worry, I'll keep you, you know, part of town. Uh-huh. Right. Good. See? That, exactly. You know, I mean, you know what I mean? I've got I've I've come sort of prepared. Now you complete the picture, but I've brought something to the table. Sure. Instead, fucktards like basketball Dave come to town and go like, oh great, I've paid five hundred dollars on a plane ticket to come to New York. Now what do we do? I'm like, you fucking tell me. I don't give a f I'm gonna go to work. Yeah. And then I'm gonna come home and go to sleep after I jerk off. Oh. What do you want to do? Like, I don't know. What's what is there in New York? I'm like how the fuck? Have you ever seen a movie? How do you not know what's in New York? What do you want to do? <laughs> dick. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so. People I'm, I'm, Well, no, I'm the dick. I'm the dick. I'm just picking on my friends for being. Of course. Stars. So, um, so, uh, oh no, and and, and think about funny thing about Stephen. He just uh, he just got over a bout with typhus. Oh God! What is this? Yeah, 1873. I don't know. I don't know what typhus is, but it's very Oregon Trail, isn't it? It's very yeah, like circa antebellum if you know like after the civil war like okay, sarah, Pla- sarah plain and tall died of typhus well that's good that you said antebellum and then you said after the civil war which yep. means the exact opposite of antebellum but okay that's what i said mm-hmm. good job thank you uh so no what's funny is uh we were walking over to uh jalopy to see the revelers more on that in a second we were walking over to to uh, jalopy and um uh steven gets a call from his doctor and he says, like, well, Stephen, uh, ran some tests. Uh, turns out you didn't have typhus. Uh, and I don't know what the hell was wrong with you. 
uh and he's like and he, he listens to that voice message plays it for me and then uh and i'm like i know you know what happened you know what happened Stephen? and he's like what and i says it's against the hippocratic oath to just tell you that you're being a pussy so that's what he's saying he's saying like i thought you had typhus but i can't figure it out because he can't tell you you're just being a pussy <laughs> so put some vagicil on it could be a pussy and then we'll just go to this concert that we're going to tonight exactly this is Stephen. by the way Okay, now here's the story about Stephen Black. This is this this is Stephen Black in a nutshell. To me, just only to me. Um, just to you. Yeah, last year he comes into town. A friend of his is getting married or something like that, and uh, and he's like, "Yeah, I was thinking of going up to uh, let's go up to Cooperstown to see the baseball Hall of Fame." And I was like, "Excellent idea, sir." Yeah. We'll make a three day trip out of it. Let's go to Cooperstown and like, hey, I got an idea. I, Adam Wilson, have an idea for you, Stephen Black. We'll go to Fenway Park in Boston. We'll nice. go to a, we'll take the three hour trip from Cooperstown over to Fenway Park and see a game uh, between the Los, uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim and the Boston Red Sox, <laughs> which we did. So I'm thinking, great. I'm uh, you know, and it's somewhere mid sixth inning, and I say, Stephen, I'm uh, you know, I've known you for like 20 years. I'm glad I'm here with you. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that I got to be with you for your first trip to Fenway Park. And then he's like, oh, I've, I've actually been here like three, four times. <laughs> and I'm like, you motherfucker. You son of a bitch. That never, you never thought to inform me of that so that we could make other plans, you piece of shit. <laughs> I was so pissed off. So fucking, I was so fucking pissed off. That totally just like deflates the blue right there. Right. And yeah. then, you know what we did? The morning after that game, we drove over to Cooperstown. And, of course, we drive through Springfield, Massachusetts, which is home of the Basketball Hall of Fame, which we could have gone to if we hadn't gone to fucking Fenway Park. Right. Which we wouldn't have gone to if he had told me he had been there three fucking times already. And here I am, Basketball Hall of Fameless in my life. Well, there's one immutable truth about life, Adam. People are dumb. And that was a dumb move. So that shouldn't really surprise you. No dumb moves. Just a Stephen Black move. I feel like we know other people who would have done that, made moves like that. It was just perfect, and I'm 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 glad that exists in my life because it allows me to tell stories like this on a podcast and uh, tell the tell the hooteniers. Um, in other words, we got about uh, five minutes left. We're running a little short on time, and then we got to get out of here. Uh, I saw one of my favorite musicians, Eric Fry. Of uh, remember the Red Stick Ramblers? Yes, I do. Do you remember the Pine Leaf Boys? Uh, yes. Well, they formed a kind of a super group, like half of, you know, it's like how Pearl Jam and Soundgarden did Temple of the Dog. Ah. Pine Leaf Boys and Red Stick Ramblers did uh, this band called The Revelers, and they came to Brooklyn. And uh, I got to go see them. It was a kick-ass show. Took Elena out there. Danced with her. Yeah, it took, it's, it's funny how you take, a, you take a girl, especially a Jewish girl, you take a girl because da- they don't have any rhythm. And then, you know, Cajun dancing is really easy because it's just one step, two step, and a waltz. You know, it's nothing, you know. Uh-huh. And um, it's very simple dancing. But, uh, you know, you'd have thought I was, uh, you'd have thought I was Michael Jackson out there, you know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's great going dancing, uh, going dancing with a girl who uh, didn't realize until then how much she loved dancing. So it was nice. Um, and, uh, no, you gotta, if they ever come out to Los Angeles, and I will let you know if they do, you gotta, you gotta check out the, uh, the Revelers. It's kind of Swamp Pop. You know Swamp Pop is? Yep. It's, uh, I mean, here's, let's see, here's a song. This is called If You Ain't Got Love. It's by the Revelers. Just check this out. This is one of my favorite songs, by the way. Good.
it sort of sounds like some band out of that, pl- that plays at Mulots on a Friday night meets Uncle Jim's computer. I like it. It's fun though. And you, you ask people what cage music and everybody thinks like, oh yeah, you mean like don't mess with my toot toot? And I'm like, God, stop. No. Shut up. No, yeah, uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, but slide it's, really good. it's a lot of slide and you know, and the what the washboard, what do they call that? The the washboard. What do you mean what do they call that? You're from fucking. I, I thought that what there was a term for it. Uh, uh, but it's just a washboard? The washboard, but there's no washboard in this band. This is um no, but that, uh, that that accordion is played by a guy named Blake Miller, who's the grandson of Larry Miller, the accordion manufacturer, the accordionist, um, famous accordion guy. So it was um, written in the stars. What the hell? What are you talking about? Well, he's the grandson of accordion. He plays the accordion. So there we go. Sure. There we- anyway, it was a kick-ass show. Love it. Uh, and uh, as I was, by the way, as uh, Stephen left my house, he's going back to Austin now. But as he left my house, he's like, so uh, what are you going to record about today? Uh, bags with typhus? And I'm like, yep, yes, yep. I am. So fuck you, Stephen Black. Yeah. And fuck you for making me go to Fenway Park another time that I didn't want to. Boston sucks. It's a piece of shit town. And and I don't like Chick-fil-A's opinion of homosexuals, but I fucking hate Boston's opinion of Chick-fil-A a lot more. So fuck you, Boston. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Good. All right. So uh, let's get out of here. Uh, st- uh, stick around for the Red Stick podcast, either Wednesday or Thursday. And I can't wait to hear Jay Darden on there because I think he's actually going to end up being our governor, which would be so weird to have him on one of our podcasts. It would really legitimize something, you know. There you go. Our network. Yeah, Indivi- like indirectly legitimize you and me in a way. Although we we both we both know Jay Darden's son John anyway. So. That's true, and I also happen to think that we're pretty legit anyway. Too legit to quit, as it were. Stop it! Don't do this. Don't, no. Stop! Stop making! Stop fucking this podcast up, dude. Well, I'm not fucking anything up. I think there are a lot of MC Hammer fans out there, and they like that little reference that I threw. Well, I'll have you know that too legit to quit was not MC Hammer. It was Hammer. Oh, oh, excuse me. Sorry. He will always be MC Hammer to me. Okay. Well, one, he, uh, well, but to his mother, he will always be the guy uh, who a, went bankrupt. As I'm, hold on. As I'm Wikipediaing, he will always be, um, let's see. Before I'm going to guess his name, I'm going to guess his name. Uh, Laquandre Jefferson. That's what I'm guessing his name is. That, that's MC Hammer's real name. Laquandre. Uh, La, Laquandre Jefferson? That, say, hold on. His mother didn't know what to name him, so she had a Laquandre. Yeah. So, uh, oh, st- oh, I'm sorry, Stanley Kirk Burrell. I'm sorry. It's oh, really? Just way the hot... fuck off. Oh, just, oh, did you really actually believe me when I said Laquandre Jefferson? Yeah, you just came up with that out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's the who's the racist then. Me for making that joke, or you for actually believing that that was actually his name? <laughs> uh, you're definitely the racist. You just also have good delivery. I said it as a joke. Which means I didn't actually believe his name was Laquandre. You actually believed it because you're a racist Nazi black hater. I'm not a Nazi. Thank you very much. <laughs> we got to get out of here because I got to I gotta go uh, take a 40-minute shower while I jerk off to oh. movies of Lisa Ann that I've recently watched. Okay, look. Um, right. Let's get out of here. This has been a Andy Tuesday. Remember, 
Give us a holler at 225-244-9469 or email us at nateandadam at theredstick.com. Visit us at theredstick.com. Follow that guy over there, Nate Frizzell, at Nathan Frizzell on Twitter and myself at Tootnanny because my name is Adam Tootnanny Wilson. And remember, for all of our friends back home and everyone else in between, we say swing is